You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 183. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well and as always I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. And of course a quick reminder about my new journals. One is called Giving Grief a Voice. And this is a beautiful gift to help guide you through your grief and start to look at life after loss. And the second one is Remembering Queen Elizabeth. And this is a guided grief and remembrance journal. And you can find both of these on Amazon. So on this week's episode, I'm talking about substances and grief. Now, for most of us, the holidays are a time of celebration and good cheer. But for some, it can be one of the hardest times of the year. After all, it's about family gatherings where everybody is there to eat, drink and be merry. It's a time to reminisce about the good old days and start to think about new beginnings in the future. However, if you're going through a significant loss, the holidays can be so difficult. You may be feeling such intense emotions that can make it very overwhelming for you. And those intense feelings can lead to extra alcohol or reaching out for some other substance as a way to seek temporary relief from your grief. But when we reach out for things in hopes of avoiding or numbing the pain, especially if you've lost a loved one or you might be going through a divorce, maybe you've lost a beloved pet or you've lost your job, you know, these and many other types of loss can exacerbate unhealthy substance habits. Now, if we look around, there really isn't any time or place when alcohol isn't acceptable. It flows generously at the work's Christmas party or the New Year's bash. Cocktails and wine when you're out for dinner with friends, Bloody Marys at the Sunday brunch, champagne at the girls' night out, and of course there's always plenty of beer while watching the football game. And then we have those themed parties and cocktail summer barbecues. There's always a good selection of wine and champagne at weddings and, of course, funerals, where there's always plenty of alcohol to help us drown our sorrows. Honestly, there aren't many places or events where alcohol isn't around. 
Now, I know that a loss can feel very unfamiliar and scary, and the holidays can stir up reminders of absent loved ones, lost traditions, and old patterns and behaviours. And of course, many people turn to alcohol as an option for coping with their grief. And you know, for many, Drinking is a common response after losing an, a loved one, as alcohol can provide some short-term relief as it causes that release of dopamine in the brain that can help you feel calm, relaxed and normal while navigating through grief. It can help us find relief from the sadness and stress. And for some people, they turn to alcohol in hopes that it will help them to sleep. However, you know, it can negatively affect your quality of sleep. Plus, the long-term use of alcohol can seriously affect one's physical and mental health. And it can intensify depression and anxiety, which will cause you to stuff down your emotions and prolong your grief. And of course, marijuana has that same calming effect that people sometimes turn to to relieve their emotional pain. But like alcohol, marijuana can make negative moods worse. You know, it might give some relief for a short time to anxiety and depression, but over time, it really can exacerbate any symptoms, especially if you use it heavily. And again, that can prolong the grieving process. You see, during the grieving process, it's important to express emotions in order to eventually heal and keep moving forward with life. And sadly, many people struggle with unresolved grief, which are those losses that have never been dealt with and have been stuffed down inside, or you've just tried to avoid those feelings, maybe with alcohol, prescription drugs, shopping, gaming, sleeping, eating, anything that will offer a way to escape from heartache. And you just hope that those substances will make the pain magically disappear. And you know, maybe it does for a while. Maybe that distraction of shopping or gaming does make it go away for a while. But the effects are short-lived and self-medicating with drugs or alcohol doesn't take away the pain of loss. In fact, drugs and alcohol act as depressants in the body, which may intensify any negative emotions. And those substances can complicate every aspect of your life, your job, your relationships, even your health. You know, unfortunately, grief and addiction can be deeply linked because the risk of developing substance use disorder can be even greater when experiencing a loss, especially if it was traumatic and the person doesn't receive support. See, what happens is they end up living with unresolved pain that they may try to soothe by using substances. The bottom line is emotions are complex and should be dealt with as they arise and not shoved down deep, 
where they cannot be healed. But you know, it is possible to grieve without abusing substance. So here are a few tips to deal with grief in a healthy way. Don't try to stop the grieving process. Why not put aside some time to grieve and feel the emotions brought on by your loss? Give yourself permission to accept, acknowledge and feel any emotions that come up for you. Know that the pain you are feeling may feel like a huge weight to bear. But you know, it's it's a natural part of loss and it won't last forever. So try to find healthy ways to express your grief, like talking with friends and family. You know, writing in a journal is a great way to get those thoughts out of your head and onto paper. Do some gardening, dancing, listen to music, or do something artistic. Just find things that you like to do. Spend time with others as it's too easy to isolate yourself. And you know, isolating can worsen the emotions that come up and it can stop you from healing. Whereas spending time around people, especially those who care for you, can help to take your mind off the loss. And you know what? They may be able to help you to find healthy ways of coping. I mean, you could play board games, exercise together, try some out, some new recipes together. You could meet at your favourite cafe for some cup of tea or coffee or join a support group. Know your triggers. Take the time to think about what might tempt you to turn to substance for relief. Because being able to pinpoint what places, people or situations are likely to trigger you will help you to avoid them. And instead, you could do something or be with people that will help you to stay strong and stay healthy. Practice mindfulness and lean on your spiritual beliefs. Mindfulness techniques like prayer or meditation help to connect the mind with a sense of peace and calm. And your relationship and your faith to a higher power can be extremely helpful during the grieving process. You know, you could practice mindfulness in a group with other like-minded people as this may provide additional support and focus. Prioritise self-care. You know, it's extremely important to get sleep and eat well. At bedtime, you could try using a guided meditation to help you relax and find sleep. And if you feel like it during the day, plan and prepare a few healthy meals for yourself. Practice good hygiene and exercise often get outside, get some fresh air and breathe deeply. And of course, remember to be gentle with yourself. Try not to judge yourself, especially if you can't keep it all together. You know, grief is messy. So allow your grief to unfold as you find your way through it. And last but not least, ask for help because you don't have to do it alone. Coping with grief in healthy ways is not always easy and dealing with grief can be complicated. 
but you could start by finding a friend or a family member to talk to, that person who is just willing to listen and never be afraid to talk to a professional who can provide you with the right support and guidance. You know, grief and loss are extremely powerful and painful, but using drugs and alcohol as a crutch will only mask the pain for a short time. To heal, you must allow yourself to express the grief fully with love, patience and compassion. No matter how hopeless you feel right now, remember you're not alone. And you know, if you are ready and need some help to move through your grief and embark on a new chapter of your life, I have a great program that can help you to identify themes and patterns that characterize your grief and normalize your experience. You know, there's no right or wrong way to grieve and you can get to a place where you feel purposeful and stable again. So if you're ready, drop me an email and let's chat. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. Now, if you'd like to find out more about my services and my programs, then please visit my website, which is called givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, ask a question or share your story via voice message and I will be happy to play it on the podcast. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.